Being an entrepreneur has a lot of times of discomfort. Oftentimes, our expectations wouldn't be the results at all. Today, allow me to share to you what went wrong with the perfect pitch so that you can do things better and won't commit the same mistakes I did, or if not, it will allow you to keep going. since I last recorded an episode of the Strip Down Radio podcast, but today let me make it up to you by sharing to you an experience of mine that I hope you all can learn from. So I just want to say it has been a pretty eventful past few months, ending 2020 and starting 2021 at such a discomfort. So yes, there's a lot of discomfort that happened to me and I've made a lot of changes just to complement my growth. And as I told you, if you guys, if you ladies are experiencing a bit of a, a discomfort, that only means that you're growing. And to see all the changes, you can definitely check out our new and improved website and streamlined offers. This was the result of everything that happened in the past few months where I stopped recording a podcast. So anyway, let me walk you through with what happened to me. So last November, as you all know, I actually um, hosted a, a program called Brand Interview Program. So the reason why I wanted to do Brand Interview Program is that I wanted to like share to people the stra- strategic techniques that I have. And also because I wanted to end the year 2020 early. So November was my last push for 2020. And it's because also because I was comfortable. I was comfortable in expecting a big payout from one of my social media clients. So I was comfortable last November and I said, okay, I can rest early. I've done everything um, this year, everything that I could this year, and it's time for me to rest just because I don't want to get burned out. So what I did during November, I planned out 2021. Um, with that in mind that uh, I'm expecting big big payout, you know, I planned out 2021, budget 2021 um, with renewed contracts, subscriptions, and automations, and everything that we need for the Shio Society. And then because of this, you know, this payout was supposed to fund my first 90 days. So I already planned out my 90 days and actually a few for my Q2 as well. But anyway, so... The payout was supposed to fund my first 90 days. And yes, you guessed that, right? COVID happened, you know, a lot of businesses are affected. And so it, so was my client. So he, they weren't able to pay me my expected amount for Q4 of 2020. So that was really crazy because, you know, I was expecting to end the year on a high note. And then suddenly... I was faced with this challenge and I have no idea how to how to find that funding for the first 90 days. I don't know how to magic that. I don't know how um, I can have that amount of cash that would fund the first 90, 90 days of 2021. So while everyone's excited for their 30-month pay, there I was thinking about the next few months pay and um you know i didn't want this to like destroy all the holiday mood and i said okay anyway um just check the numbers sales are good but of course i started reflecting uh, and i said to myself like oh it, this is okay um it's the it's my start of the business i started a new business and i would expect not big of a return but then again an underlying thought that um intuitive 
side of me is already saying so much that you know I haven't put in the right values to my offers i haven't been charging my true worth to my offers that's why the things just didn't add up so um knowing myself knowing myself i i, I want you know i want um I won't just give up to one situation like this. So the goal-getter Shio within me already thought of a way on how to get enough cash flow because I realized, okay, this is this is a cash flow problem, and so that was my that was my goal. I said, okay, how can we, how can we, um, how can we uh, find an answer to this cash flow problem? So I realized I should maybe launch another program so i was really excited and i remember launching it like in the final week of december and i said okay let's launch this you know i will just use the same tactics as brand and review i would use the same modular design same price and plus i have enough time and then of course you know knowing that i just launched brand and review last november i said okay maybe we can do this again and so um i realized that okay maybe i should start charging my worth because it's 2021 i start charging my worth without tweaking the design of the product and aligning it to my true values so as you notice the design of the perfect pitch was about like sales pitching and all of that and i thought of the design like okay this would be the perfect offer because a lot of the people that are around me are asking me I mean how are you able to present yourself well in front of an audience how can you um talk to people how are you able to like you know scale your business into this big and okay i said okay maybe i should come up with a program for that and people would i would i was expecting people would just simply buy and just believe in me in that way but then again i realized you know i started charging my worth but the only value that i added was an outward value the only difference with this perfect pitch thing was that the outward value that i did was the private dining it wasn't even like grounded to me it's not even coming from me and somehow that translated to the perfect pitch um the uncertainty you know the uncertainty the me rushing to get into that cash flows it really translated to the perfect pitch because i had zero signups for the perfect pitch I was really open about this to the people that I'm talking to this past few months um past few weeks and I said like hey um it's been pretty slow for me and I would always tell him like I don't think I'm the right person to ask um for all of these but I can definitely talk about challenges of an entrepreneur and I would tell them like hey this month has been really slow because I launched a program it I had zero signups yes I had zero signups and here's how it all went wrong but then you know i don't want this to like you know sound like so negative so that's why i turned it into like positive lessons positive key takeaways so you can list it all down so i hope you have your journals with you and write things down because these are the things that you have to know all the time you have to you know keep in mind as an entrepreneur keep in mind as a designer keep in mind as a person who's designing all these products who's developing all these products or designing services or creating these courses so the first thing that i want to share today is that you all have to design with intent this is where i went wrong the first time for the pro- i mean for the perfect pitch um my intent that time was i needed cash flow immediately and it really translated to the overall you know output of the perfect pitch um i had no clear goals i was just saying that hey i'm teaching how to pitch 
And the intent wasn't there because my intent was to make as much cash as I can. And somehow it will translate, you know, your audience would feel it. You know, as I've said, we're all high intentional, high vibrational CEOs here. And you would feel, you know, there's like somehow like there's energy that, okay, I don't think it's right. And I felt it too. And I said, why did I do this? And I realized it's because I'm desperate to have that cash coming in for the, to fund me for the first 90 days. The second one that I wanted to tell you coming from, it's also related with the first one, of course, the design with intent, is to check if there's a market fit. So to tell you, I just assumed that the market needed a sales pitching program. I didn't even check if they really truly needed one. And I saw that there was a huge disconnect, especially with how I branded, how I positioned the Shio Society. The Shio she owes societies for you know women with the intent to start and i was actually offering a program that goes in the latter stages of being an entrepreneur yes i know sales pitching is like you know it has to be an innate new but like it also comes at the latter part when you're able to like um to scale your business for like like say after a year you've already had like around um, ten thousand US dollar sales and all of that, and I didn't think of that because I was desperate. Again, again, I was blinded. I what I wanted was to have enough cash flows to keep me going to fund my first ninety days, and that's why I launched a program with no right market fit. And so that's why you have to check with your market. It's not only what fits for you, but it also what speaks to them and resonates with them. So the third lesson that I want to do share today is that good designs take time and that's where the value is found. Now this one, I had a lot of reflecting to do. I think this um, this reflection that um, I realized this one was coming from at the start of December and I was looking at all my stuff and I said, yes, oh yes, I love these designer brands, but then I didn't even like understand they didn't even try to understand how my, my buying behavior towards these brands. Um, I only buy designer brands every two years or if there's, uh, if I had like an extra profit or if we, if, you know, if we decided to buy because, you know, it's, it's a big milestones, but you know, I don't, you know, we don't buy it like every day. It's not like a, it's not like candy that you can just buy from a, from a store. So these good designs, these great designs, it takes time. It takes time to produce, you know, uh, artisans do this. It takes time. And that's where the value is. That's where, like, that's where all the value goes. And me launching the perfect pitch, I it didn't take time. You know, I was like, okay, let's just rush it. Let's just launch it. I needed the money anyway. And for me to price it, to, for me to price or to charge my worth with such a rushed program, that's where the misalignment happened. That's why it didn't work. Because I was rushing it. The fourth one that I wanted to share today, the fourth lesson that I understood, that finally, finally, this line resonated to me and speak to me in ways that I could never Im- imagine, is that old ways won't open new doors. So as uh, as I mentioned a while ago, I was um, doing the Perfect Pitch program. I wasn't really designing it. I was actually um, copying my tactics from the Brand and Review program. So I used the same tactics, used the same modular designs, and I was planning to price it the same way. And without me realizing that I was actually using the same tactics as Q2 of 2020 for a 2021 campaign. 
And that's why I didn't translate at all because I was using like old my old ways for something that is totally fresh, totally new. So um, that really, you know, hit me hard. And I realized, oh my, yeah, I think people like finally figured out like how I did this and I have to, I have to refresh everything, have to rejuvenate everything that I am doing. So, of course, you know, um, these are the lessons that I've learned the hard way for this perfect pitch program. And um, now I know you have questions like, Maine, what if this happens to me? Like, what if, uh, how can I prevent this from happening to me? Like, if worst, if you're also in the same situation, like how like it happened to me, um, I'm actually giving you some tips on what to do if this, um, the setbacks, this challenges, you know, this, um, this inevitable setbacks as an entrepreneur would f- come to you. So the first thing that I would love to remind you is that don't quit. Never quit, CEO. Come on, it's just one tiny bump and hurdles along the way. And uh, what empowered me with this one is, is that, you know, when I'm with my previous company, I actually had a lot worse, like I actually experienced a lot worse. And I remember, you know, this is just like a tiny bump in the road and that things are different right now because I'm actually moving and acting with experience beside me. So don't quit. Just take a break. So that's my second my second um, advice for everyone if you're dealing with this same thing. The second one is just to just take a break. I took a step back. I remember taking a step back. I think um, it was January. I told my partner that I think we need to take a step back and I needed some vacation. So that was the time that we went to the farm in Anya in Tagaytay and in Batanga. So I took like a like very long break. And I think until now, I'm I'm in a, in a hiatus. It took, took us like one and a half month of break with no movement at all. I wasn't sell, selling anything. If you if you notice, you can check our website or check our Instagram right now. We're not even pushing for anything. It's just we're just letting things simmer, letting people get to know us. Because, um, you know, it doesn't happen. Like, you, you can't respond. I mean, sorry, you can't react. But you can only respond to the things that's happening to you. And I don't want to make the same mistakes again. So I took a break and just, you know, let things simmer down. Understand where, where, where I went wrong. Reflect on things. Which leads me to my third tip or advice to you is to trust the data and numbers. So in the course of my break, I started looking at our numbers. And actually, the numbers that I have on our website, on our Instagram, really taught me so much. That's why I've decided like in the middle, like I think it was 10 to 15 days through the campaign of the perfect pitch that I realized, no, I'm not going to push this anymore. And I have to re-strategize another like offer, like another thing on how can I make this more focused, make it make this work. So the, the numbers really told me so much because I was looking at the, the analytics part. People are viewing the perfect pitch, but they're also actually viewing another program, which is the tell-all program. And so somehow there was like a comparison because they couldn't find the value of the perfect pitch. And they started comparing this with the tell-all program. And I realized, you know what, um, I think both programs cannibalized because um, the perfect pitch did not have any conversion, conversions at all. The, the, the attention was all in the tell-all program and it really taught me so much. It really showed me so much. That's where I realized that I have to re-strategize. That's my fourth 
fourth advice and fourth tip to you is to re-strategize after seeing the data or the numbers. Um, I reassessed everything and I started seeing where I went wrong through the numbers. And um, it really it really showed so much that I have to streamline my offers. I realized that I've been, you know, I've been launching all these programs and like I have two different club memberships. It was really confusing. And I realized, you know what, if I go to my own website, I don't think I will even buy anything. And that's why I said, oh no, what did I do? This became like a like a trading store, like a Sari Sari store. So to all our followers who are not from the Philippines, a Sari Sari store is like a like a mixed merchandise store. Like if you go there, like down the street, they have everything from, I don't know, from from grocery items down to, I don't know, balloons or papers and what. And, um, you know, the Shio Society is not like that. And I realized, you know what, you're starting not to look like a premium brand the way you want to position yourself. And that's because I've, I'm so, you know, I'm so desperate to keep launching these programs that I didn't see where it's going and it affected everything fully. So that's why, you know what, let's streamline everything. Just give them one program that, that, uh, that says so much about our promise and our intents as the Shio Society. And that's why there's a lot of changes. If you can see, check it out right now. I'm only offering one and maybe a few things so that you can try for those people who, you know, simply um, wanted to test things out first before committing to a, to a program. So I re-strategized it and designed it in such a way that it's more easier to navigate than before. And lastly, my last tip for for this episode is to pivot within. There, so I think I was, I was, uh, this was like my space. That's why I haven't been recording any podcast at all or haven't been, um, you know, sharing anything or like uh, selling anything, <laughs> any of our programs yet. It's because I'm trying to pivot with it and um, I didn't want to r- rush and commit the same mistakes because knowing me, knowing me, if I know that the, that the perfect pitch program didn't pull through, I would, you know, I would launch a similar program with the same approach. And this whole experience really taught me on how to slow down, just look at things, look at things from afar and see where I can improve on. And see where I want my brand to be. So I hope Shio's this this uh, you know this episode um, taught you so much because you know things like this would happen to you. And I hope you look back or like listen to this episode when it's your time to experience such things. Because I, I, as I've said again, it's an inevitable. But you have to be courageous. You have to be brave enough. You have to embrace all these discomforts for you to finally achieve. Great growth and at least for me you know i realized that and i hope um you guys like would see the value on this new tell all this new and redesigned tell all program that we're about to launch in a few weeks (laughs) 